Welcome to Break Free from Binge Eating with me, Victoria. I'm so happy that you're here. If we haven't met yet, I just want you to know that I get you because I was you. I was stuck in the diet binge cycle and hating my body for over 20 years. I've overcome anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder, and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now that I'm free and happy from the inside out, I've dedicated my whole life to help other women feel the same. In this podcast, we're going to cover food and body freedom, self-love and personal development. And if you implement what you learn, you will be well on your way to healing your relationship with food and your body so that you can fall in love with yourself and your life. Ready? Let's go. Welcome Queens to another episode. I have another special guest with me today. Her name is Jessica Pearl. I'll read her bio to you. So Jessica, she's a mental health and wellbeing coach and she focuses on burnout. She helps professional women in high pressured careers to prevent and work through anxiety, stress and burnout. She offers one-to-one coaching packages to help her clients go from burnout, overwhelm, anxious, to energetic, confident, and resilient. Her goal is to help women so that they don't end up in the desperate place that she once was. So this is work is much needed in the world. So welcome, Jessica. Hi, thank you so much for having me. This is super exciting. You're welcome. And I, the first time I've met Jessica is right now, to be honest, guys. Mm-hmm. And I literally feel like I've known you for a lifetime already. We're very similar in energy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like when you've seen you on Instagram and the brief conversations that we've had, this, we definitely match. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. So I'm going to just ask you a few random questions to get to know you a little bit better and for our listeners too. So before I ask you them, like just share, like, where do you live? How old are you? If you want to share that. Yeah, that's fine. So I am currently in the Midlands in the UK, although anybody who is from the UK will be like, you do not sound like that. I'm from Manchester originally, hence the very northern, very broad (laughs) accents. Um, And I'm 30 years old. And the most important thing about me is that I have four cats. Yes, I am that crazy cat lady. Oh, do you what are they all called? I have Lily and Darcy, who are from the same litter. They're 14 years old. Uh, I have Luna who is a British blue and she ha- is just complete temperament of a British blue she is a queen and she knows it uh, yes <laughs> and I have Aslan who is a ginger Maine coon and he is just a big softy he thinks he's hard but he's not <laughs> oh, I love that I mean I'm an animal lover anyway and I don't really have a preference I mean I have got a dog but I just love how every single animal has a personality of course they do but yeah it's great isn't it yeah right so um first question are you married I am not are you single I'm just being nosy now no that's fine yes I am single uh, I was nearly married once um but I escaped that one <laughs> Yeah, good. I was almost married before and I also escaped. Not to be fair, it was nothing to do with him. It just wasn't the right thing. Yeah, I think this is going off topic now. But if I think I went, if I go back to then, it was very much I escaped him. But looking back, 
it wasn't the right thing for either of us. And I've done a lot of work since then and to realize actually we were both as bad as each other. So Yes, I love that. Self-awareness, owning your shit. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And do you have any children or are you just fur, a fur mom, fur baby? I'm a fur baby mom. I do want children, but um, it's not happened yet. And I think that's good. I've still got a lot of things to do before I want to commit 100% to the children. Yes. If you had a magic wand, what would you love to change about the world? Oh, that's a really good one. Mm. Mm. I feel I need I needed prep for this one. There's so many things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my background, my degree is conservation. So I think it'd be conservation based. Um, and especially after watching Sea Spiracy recently. Uh, I don't know if that's too controversial for this, but um, it was... Everything's welcome, always. I don't even know what it is, but everything's welcome. (laughs) Watch it on Netflix, you'll love it. Um, Yeah, so that has been an eye-opener. So I think if I could wave a magic wand, it would be that everyone could see what we're doing to the planet and everyone could contribute to fix it. I don't want to fix it with the magic wand because I think without changing the mindset and the education behind it, then we're just going to end up in the same state. Hell yes, I love that. It's like transformation with clients. Like I yes. used to say, um, I genuinely used to believe when I first started coaching, like and whenever I saw anyone in pain, I genuinely was like, I just want to fix you and take that pain away. But no, because the alchemy of the pain into your power is the whole point. 100%. That is, that is your reason for making the change. Without yeah. that pain, you won't make the change. Oh my God, I love this conversation already. <laughs> um, I kind of know the answer to number four already. I'm going to ask it anyway, because I, I planned it. Dogs or cats? Cats. I love them both. I love all animals. But with my lifestyle, cats fit better. They're much more independent and they can just kind of come and go as they please. So that, that's better for me. Yeah, can you imagine if there's like loads of dogs just like, I can see two cats now out my window. Imagine if there's loads of dogs just like in big dog flaps, just wandering around. Like, how yeah. would that be? I know that'd be mental. (laughs) It could work. Well, who knows? Um, Sweet or savoury? Savoury. I have like a real soft spot for crisp. crisp. (laughs) I'm the opposite. Like crisps are like, yeah, if they're in front of me, then of course I'll eat them. Mm. But I will physically sit there on the sofa and be like, I need to go and get chocolate now. And I'll get out of my pyjamas into clothes. And that's how much I'm like, (laughs) that's me for crisps. That is 100 me of Chris. Like, there's a co-op around the corner, and I'll be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that opportunity. Like, I just, I love that about my life now. Like, I just, if I want it, I'll get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't restrict myself. I've tried that, um, and like, I do off sometimes go without stuff. So, like in January, I did dry January, but that wasn't as a part of restricting alcohol. Mm-hmm. It was a part of. I've had quite a bit over Christmas. I feel a bit, let's just have a cleanse, but not a cleanse cleanse. Um, And yeah, and then in February, I went no crisp just to see if I could do it. And I did it. And I was dead proud of myself. You notice how I chose the shortest months to do crisp. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's very smart. And I also love that your motivation for doing these things isn't from a place of, oh, I'm not good enough. I must lose Mm. weight. I'm not, it's just like, oh, I really want to see if I can like do challenge this for myself. I love that. I've been there, done that with the punishment and no, no go. It doesn't work. No. It just makes you feel shit about yourself. Think you can't do anything and think there's something wrong with you. Yes, 100%. And no change is ever going to come from shame. That's something I have to teach my clients. Like you get 
sorry, I'm going to swear now, but I swear a lot. Um, <laughs> just bleep you it out if you have to. No, 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 I also swear. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you get further away the sugar than shit. And like, so be nice to yourself. Don't give yourself a load of shit. I love that saying. So I'm going to nick that. Well, borrow that. So you said you don't, um, there's no change with shame. No, there's no change with shame. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Where was it? Okay, this might put you on the spot a little bit because I bet you've got a lot. Favorite quote or mantra? Oh. Sorry. So a biggie for me currently, this is with my like current mindset and starting new, two new businesses, um, is the thing that I need to constantly remind myself is that it's safe for me to have money because my money mindset has been so negative from a place of lack and only those people can have money. And if you have money, then you're an asshole and you're selfish and like money is the root of all evil I've got all of that from being young and coming from like a council estate background um which I have zero shame for like that is that's my background I'm very proud of it um and people who still live in that like great it's amazing and but it does come with these kind of thoughts that aren't healthy um so for me at the minute I am treating like telling myself it is okay for me to be have have money it doesn't make me a bad person in fact it gives me opportunities to help more people so that at the minute is my current go-to if I oh, need I love that have you do you follow I think her name's Jenna Black on Instagram she, she oh my gosh she's going she's um I'm in her program money queen I love the name, which is probably why the reason I joined. I was like, I'm joining just because of the name. Yeah, just because it's got this. <laughs> just call me Queen every morning, I'm great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she, her pro, I mean, I'm halfway through a programme. It is what you're saying. It's about, you know, removing and releasing all of the shit that we've been taught and what we believe. And then not just money mindset, like embodying, you know, the queen within. And that's really good. So, yeah, definitely follow her. Well, just made a note thank you <laughs> and anyone else listen if you you know who doesn't want to upgrade their money situation in their life it's not yeah, just in your own business it's abundance with all yeah. things because we are pure abundance and there you go yeah um, i love it i think i'm i'm kind of like pre-guessing what you're going to say because even i've just decided i know you in like 10 minutes amazing <laughs> the next question relaxing or adventure holiday adventure I knew you was going to say that because you say like me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> like I will need to relax, but it'll be like half a day out of the week. And yeah. I, I, I want to see, I want to experience, I want to explore. Oh, so, God, yeah. yeah. My ideal holiday would be like maybe, say if we're going in a week time scale, the first maybe one or two days relaxing and then full like, okay, no, I need longer than a week. Let's go 10 days. <laughs> and then like... <laughs> And then like maybe five, six days doing stuff and then like two days to chill at the end. Yes. So like that's 10 days. That yeah, perfect. Nice. There you go. Ideal holiday sorted. <laughs> we just need to actually be able to travel. <laughs> that would be helpful. That would be very helpful. <laughs> oh my days. Okay, cardio or weights? Weights. That was easy. You're not liking cardio. Yeah, <laughs> it was like weights. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, right 
Oh, two left. Um, who is your ideal client? So I'm currently targeting women who were like me a couple of years ago. So basically constantly striving and wanting to do good, be good and hit a goal. But they think it's because it's going to make them feel better. And I want to show them, actually, you can feel good right now. So you do not need to hit that goal. Um, and it was that that led me to uh, burnout. And then I kept pushing and pushing. So it led me to a breakdown and a whole horrible hole of hell. Um, so, yeah, that's my current target. Um, but if I was go to go generic, it would be um, people who are open to it. Like, if you're open to change and you're open to life coaching and really looking at the hard thoughts I ain't going to hold your hand because I can't it's not going well one it's COVID and two um, it, I wouldn't help anyway um but yeah if you're willing to do the work and you want the change and you want all these amazing things you're my ideal client hell yeah I love that <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you did say yes Jessica but why did you say yes to coming on my podcast and YouTube I just it was a whole body yes it was a hope that the no wasn't an option <laughs> it was i yeah. seen your page yeah I'd listened to your podcast and I was like this woman's message is incredible the work she's doing is fantastic it's really needed in the world how can I not want to be a part of that so thank yeah. you and I'm so I'm so grateful that you're here and I would love 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 for you to share like the Jessica who you are now, who is forever growing and improving. And I get that about you. And, mm -hmm. you know, people that are tuning in are also on the same journey as us, just maybe at different points from. So how have you got from where you are now to where you was like, what, in, what, why are you a coach helping women? Okay. Wow. This is a story. Um, so if I start from where I was, I was engaged and had, I'd had my third promotion within three years within teaching um, I had my own house with my fiance uh, I had three cats at that point and everything from the outside would have looked like this woman's got it all like what, what's wrong with her why is she so down all the time why is she never happy um so yeah constantly like I said before like trying to strive to to get to that point of feeling better because I was like right once once I get this next promotion and this next uh, pay rise I'll feel fine like because money will be sorted and I'll have more respect within my job so that'll be fine okay well maybe it's when I get my house then then I'll feel great oh actually no maybe it's when I get my new car I was always the next thing the next thing the next thing um my relationship was not healthy at all um and like I said before it's from both sides um at the time I was very much I did take some of the responsibility but not enough at all um and so yeah that was becoming a, a big drain on my life and his life too um and it hit a point where I had just had enough and I was like I'm done I'm just totally done so I walked out I went to my mum's and uh, I live I was sleeping on a toddler blow-up bed in my high school um <laughs> my high school room <laughs> Did you, did you fit not that obviously this isn't about your size a toddler blow-up bed did you like this position every night oh that's so cute yeah so um until we eventually got it sorted because I was there for six months 
Um, and yeah, on that journey, at that point when I left, I thought that's, again, it was that, that's it. I'm going to feel better now because I'm out of this situation. And I actually, within a couple of months, became very suicidal. Um, and I hit a point where I was literally, it wasn't even, when you see it in the movies, it's like quite dramatic. And I know that can be the way it is. But for me, I was just sat reading a book um, and it was, uh, Eleanor Oliphant is absolutely fine. Have you heard or read that? No, but I will. It's amazing, amazing book. Um, has some very difficult things to read through it. In fact, suicide is part of it. And I just sat there and I was like, I'm just going to do that. I'll end it all. And it wasn't dramatic. It wasn't anything. I was crying, but I was like, I wasn't like all over the place. I was just completely calm in my upset. Um, and then my mum came on. She was like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm just gonna end it all. Like I'm just done. My mum was like, "Okay, let's take you to the doctors." Um, so my mum was incredibly supportive. My friends were really supportive. Um, doctors put me on a lot, very high dose of medication. Where I actually thought I was going to die, my reaction was so bad. I was like shaking. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, horrific. But so glad I did it. I'm now off the medication. Two years later, I'm very proud of myself for that. <laughs> Um, but it's all come through the thought work. Yes, the medication got me to, because I was in such a bad place, it got me to a point where I could do the work, but um, it was the thought work that I had to do. I had to address a lot of things to get to where I am now, which is much more open, much more accepting. Um, I don't resist negative. I don't like it, because <laughs> I don't. like Who likes the negative emotions? But I accept that they are part of the human experience and actually if I'm watching a film and an animal dies I'm gonna cry because that's the kind of person I am like yeah oh and, just, <laughs> and just totally embracing that part of me rather than shoving it down and shoving it down and not welcoming it and now like I said back then I was constantly tired um I didn't have any energy to get through the day um I was having panic attacks and wasn't sleeping was having horrific nightmares um and now I've got my full-time job as a teacher which is incredibly like stressful and I've also got two businesses that I'm running and I am so happy I'm full of energy and that all comes from my mindset like that's the only thing that's changed so yeah. wow this Sorry, is quite a mouthful <laughs> No, I love it. And there's loads of nuggets I want to I want to touch on. So the first thing I would like to ask you about is that I'll be happy when, mm -hmm. which so and I've got a cold shiver, which means spirit is talking to me. So if that's too weird for any of you listening, then it's, it's all oh, no. doesn't mean anything okay. weird. Truth bumps. Truth bumps. And I'll be happy when was my one of my favourite sayings. But the, and like you've very, you know, openly shared, you're not actually happy when you get there because there's always something else. I would like you to discuss that. Like, why do you think we do that? And then what caused you to actually be like, wait a minute, this isn't serving me. Like what woke you up to, the, to that? So I think as human beings, we do it because we are in a society which is very much, here, buy this, this will fix your life. Here, have this, look at how amazing their life is. Like the advertisements mm. are so clever and they have like trained psychologists who 
tap into that. Um, again, if you've never seen Social Dilemma, you need to watch it because that is 100% how social media can be negative. And that has helped me with my social media use because uh, I was actually off social media for six years because I couldn't handle it. Like, I just yeah. couldn't handle it um, up until like August last year. Um, so yeah that's incredible and it shows you the psychology behind it and I think if anyone wants to know a little bit more about actually why am I always wanting to buy this and do that and whatever that is a really good way um, to get the psychology behind it another thing is that it's a, a buffering mechanism it's a way of focusing your attention on something external rather than addressing what is going on internally and I was so guilty of that and at first when I acknowledged this I shamed myself a lot for this um, and I was like why am I like this why why do I go and buy a new dress my thing was dresses and shoes and I was like why do I always go and buy a new dress when I feel like shit why why am I doing this this is such a bad thing I'm being such a consumer and uh, whereas now I'm like oh bless me like that's what I felt like I had to do to feel better about myself how great is it that now I can just choose to feel better about myself and if I want to buy the dress I'm buying the dress because that's what I I want to do I'm not doing it out of a need to feel something because as human beings that's all we ever want we just want to feel something and yeah so that is generally what buying and consumerism is doing it's filling that hole but it easily evaporates Oh, wow. That is so freaking powerful, Jessica. I love the, I love the language that you use and the way you describe it. And my thing was food and mm -hmm. sex and the gym. So I was like, okay, well, I'll be happy when I get this amazing boyfriend and the sex is great. I'll be happy when, you know, I lose 20 pounds. I'll be, and then I lost 20 pounds. I was like, oh, I'll be happy when my ass is now round. Like all the, I'll be happy when I've got, and I literally, <laughs> it's a never ending cycle and I remember my mum bought me and I've got it downstairs and I understand it now she bought me a plaque that said happiness isn't a destination it's a way of life and when she bought me that it annoyed the hell out of me because I was like well what does that mean like something inside was very offended by that statement because I didn't because I, knowing now like knowing myself and after all this work I've done and continue to do I believe that something inside of me desperately wanted to be happy, which was also annoying that I couldn't be. And then also the other part of me knew that the saying was right, but I didn't want to believe it or even look at anything inward because I wanted to try and find it externally. You have to be ready to. Absolutely. You do have to be ready to do this work because it is very confronting and you do go through a a part where you judge yourself because you start seeing all these things and doing that about yourself is really difficult like really really difficult um so yeah when I say doing the nitty-gritty doing the hard work that is what I mean you've got to look within and see not what you're doing but why you're doing it yeah. that's the most important thing hell yeah it's it's always the why and mm -hmm. I'm I'm 99.9% I'm sure you've heard of the um, be do have model can you elaborate on what that means? Because when I try and describe it, I get all muddled up. So go ahead. Um, so I can give my interpretation of the be, do, have. So you need to be the person that will have all those. So for me, it's I want to have a well-being empire. I've changed my language. It used to be 
life coaching business now it's a well-being empire like I am going big like I'll go home that's my motto um so I need to be I need to show up I need to act as a person who has a well-being empire already because how else am I going to get there I need to do the things that a entrepreneur with a well-being empire would do and then I will have it that's my interpretation of it you need to be that person then you can do the actions then you can have it you don't have it and then do the actions and then be it it doesn't that's work that's what most people do they think I don't know I uh, easier explanation for my brain to work it out is like a relationship so say if someone's really wanting to find the one and you know it's easy for me to say because I found the one so I, I understand that I'm sat in a position with the love of my life mm-hmm. but say if someone's like really wanting to find that one and then they think that when they have the relationship then they'll be happy mm-hmm. but it's actually the opposite so like even though it's kind of really difficult and again the inner work the shadow work whatever you want to call it how can you be happy now and then you will have the relationship because it's, it all starts with self, like self-love, self-care, self-acceptance. All of the things start with self. And then it's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Mm, absolutely. And if you don't mind, I just like to touch on relationships. Obviously, I'm single. And um, last year I was dating somebody and I thought he was perfect for me. Like he was absolutely perfect. And I still do because I think he's an amazing human being. Um, but he wanted to go away and do some work like us dating had identified to him what he needed to fix for himself so he was like wanting to um go away and do that now at the time I was like devastated I was like how can you do that like why can't you just do it with me um and now looking back I am so so grateful to him for not dragging me through his shit like thank you so much for let like having the respect of me to let me go so you can go and do your work if we meet again in the future amazing if we don't I had a great time and I've learned amazing things um so yeah I think having that insight into yourself that you are you have to be in the place before you you can't put that that on somebody else so um expecting somebody else to make you happy expecting somebody else to love you when you don't love yourself like yes hell yes and by the way sorry that the guy next door decided to drill the wall <laughs> I, was like, I was like where's my mute button <laughs> did you see me stutter i was like, yes. <laughs> like right okay i can do this i'm gonna mute turn you up i could hear you but thankfully the minute has stopped so i apologize if it happens again but that's right don't worry <laughs> um, i love what you said because we want someone to make us happy and will smith quoted something last year and i can't remember the exact quote and i really live by this now like my fiance doesn't make me happy my dog doesn't make me happy my lifestyle doesn't make me happy i'm happy first and then i receive joy from all of these things yeah because you can be happy together yes that's it so it's not like you know he makes me happy and you know the language we use we do say it a lot and I still say it like oh you make me so happy mm-hmm. but actually that's not the truth because if I wasn't happy within I wouldn't be able to feel that happiness to a core level mm-hmm. and it's the same with self-love like I believe that we can only receive the love from others to the detriment that we re- we love ourselves so yes we you know if we love ourselves like I don't know let's say 80 percent and you've got your mum your dad you 
all your friends, your fiance, whatever, and they love you like 100%, you can only feel that 80% because you only love yourself 80%. And once I got my head around that, that's why like, I mean, people know my story. I've been all different shapes and sizes, but self-love is everything. Oh, yes. How does that fit in with what you teach, self-love? So in terms of what I teach, 100% that is what we work with. So the kind of coaching I do is called uh, causal coaching. So we don't, um, it's like saying, oh my God, my arm is really, really sore. Right, okay, let's take a painkiller for it. That is like covering it up. That's the, that's the buffering. But then going, oh my God, my arm is really sore. Oh, it's because it's fucking broken. Like, let's put a cast on it. Let's put it back into place. That's what I do. I find the cause. And mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what the symptoms are because they will disappear once we fix that cause. We've got to the root and the root is always, always, always a thought. Always. Yeah. Because thoughts are things. Mm-hmm. End of. The thought yeah. that through the thought model. I mean, I bang on about this all the time. Thoughts, feelings, action or non-action, result, reality. Yes. Yes, that's exact. That is literally what I take my uh, clients through on every single session. We look at yeah. right. Okay, tell me what's happened. Right. Okay, and what was your thought about it? How did you feel? What actions? Your result? You're just proving you thought right. Like that. Yes. That's always the cycle. The feedback loop. Yes. And I, I coach myself through this at least a few times a week. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not perfect. And yes, it does get a lot easier. I mean, you know yourself, the more you do this work, the more you kind of like, oh, that was a really shitty negative thought. Let's replace that. The more you do that, it's it comes a lot quicker. But sometimes yes. I'm like, why do I feel shit? Oh, because my last 10 thoughts have been like shitty thoughts. Okay. And I'm like, right, yeah. pen and paper, situation, thought, feeling, action, result. And then I do a, have you heard of the Abraham Hicks? Abraham Hicks. Oh, yeah. I love love him. Have you done the wheel of, what does he call it? The wheel of emotion. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I do that with my clients a lot as well because it really helps like, you know, and and I don't don't want to do too much talking, but we're just bouncing off each other. No, go. It's great. (laughs) Can you give me, give us an example of, I mean, obviously without naming names, but even an example of yourself, like a thought that's like really not serving someone and how you would go through that pro uh, process with them um okay so for me my biggest one um I do have clients but I've not asked them for permission to share stories so I'll just go with myself that's okay um so yeah my biggest one was um how I looked I absolutely detested myself I thought I was fat all the way disgusting um my face was horrid everything everything you could think of that was negative I thought it about myself I just absolutely loved myself um to the point where I saved up to have liposuction wow thought that would be the cure had the liposuction oh you had <laughs> it had it wow um when I was all healed looked in the mirror and I was like I'm still fat what the fuck is going on why, why have I just spent four and a half grand to still be fat and now when I look back, I was never fat. If you saw a before and after picture of me, I was never fat. I, yes, I wasn't ripped like all these people that I was aspiring to be like, but partly I wasn't doing the work to be ripped. I didn't have the time to be ripped. And I probably don't have the DNA. If I look at family, like mm-hmm. I've got 
paternal side, I've got an Irish grandmother who is five foot and probably the same width. So <laughs> like, I've got those genes. And then on the other side, um, to be fair, actually, the other side is pretty lanky, but I'm definitely the Irish side, <laughs> as you can see. Um, so yeah, now looking back, that was the biggest wake up call for me that actually this is all about your thoughts. It's not about what's going on outside because look, I've just had apparently like two and a half liters of fat sucked out of me and I look no different. Wow. So it was a very expensive <laughs> lesson to learn, but I'm, I'm glad I learned it. Um, and basically the easiest way that I do it is what I call a thought ladder or a thought bridge or anything like that. And it's basically starting at where you are so mine was I hate my body and I want to get to I love my body I'm still on this journey I do not look in the mirror and go oh my god I'm awesome I look great like that is still not happening I am on this journey um so it's then I can't jump from I love my body to hate uh, sorry I hate my body to I love my body because my my brain goes well you fucking don't (laughs) like it knows it knows I'm lying this is where affirmations are amazing if you know how to use them um so that is what I've been using I've been using affirmations but not in a I love my body it's gorgeous it's this it's that's the other because I'm not at that stage so I went to I hate my body to I don't like my body because it's a a vibrational improvement Mm -hmm. but it's not huge Uh, then I went to this is a human body It, it has human functions so that's pretty neutral and then I started think, finding things about my body that I like. So I, I like my ginger hair. In fact, I love my ginger hair. I, I love your ginger hair. Love it. <laughs> I used to hate it as a kid because I got bullied for it and I dyed it black. I, d- I tried to dye it blonde and it just went wrong. Um, I tried to dry, dye it purple and it went like petrol colored. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like honestly, I've been everywhere. Now I'm like, I make it ginger earth. Like if that's a, yes. is that a word, it's a word now. We um, use it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's that's the journey that you need to be on. You you can't just go right. This is where I want to be. So I'm just going to keep telling myself that because your body and your mind will completely reject it and it will not work. And that is why I think people don't use affirmations. So like that's weird. Yeah. But it's not. It works so so well when you know the science behind it. When you know how your brain works and why it is the reason that my brain was constantly going so I hate myself I hate myself is because I had created this groove this path in my brain that had at one point served me for whatever reason it served me and that's the path it constantly did so to then go to a different path I had to use my prefrontal cortex and it didn't want to use that because that uses up energy and our brains don't like using up energy Mm -hmm. so it's making sure that you you are making the change, but it's not too far out there. Yes. That's quite a long-winded answer. I apologize. <laughs> it was a brilliant answer. And I use the same technique because I there's also one that I use that I learned from the amazing Kayla Anderson. Again, anyone following her, she's a soul sister. She's in the new she's in New Zealand. I met her once. Um, she taught me there's two things. Um why affirmations? And then I've I mean, I don't believe it's come from me. I mean, this is, must have been done before. And then a what if affirmation. So mm-hmm. say say that your client, our client, someone's got to neutral. So they've gone from, let's use body image. That's a great example. Like I hate my body, like I can't look at it too. I don't like my body too. I have a body. Mm-hmm. So that's neutral neutrality, which the vibrations are raised a little bit to I hate my body. And so if, if saying something like, 
my body's kind of okay is still too much of a, well, I don't believe that at all. There's two things we can try. So one is a, what if I actually liked my body? So you're not, you know, your subconscious mind is more receptive to that because you're not saying that you do. And it's then it's just been like, well, you obviously don't. So stop lying, bitch, <laughs> like bring humor into it. But like, what, okay, so what if I loved my body or why do I want to love my body? So just asking those questions. I mean, you know, so how the RAS works, you're going to go about your day. And because your unconscious mind is like a slave to you, but doesn't process negatives, it will be doing a little work like, oh, you know, yes, why, why do you want to love your body? Or what if you loved your body or liked your body, whatever you want to use, like, it will very slowly start finding things to help you feel a little bit more accepting of your body. And this process takes time. And I used to want everything yesterday, like right now or yesterday else. I'm not doing like, I'm not happy. Why am I not seeing results now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been to the gym, did a few sit-ups. Yeah, my abs. Yeah. <laughs> Done, mic drop, just this doesn't work. Oh, yeah, God, I love that. And if we can bring humor into it, which mean you are very like, we just, we can laugh at ourselves and, you know, yeah. And that's not saying that we're not allowing ourselves to feel sad or to feel shit, you know, it's not all the laughing matter, but I have honestly found when I'm in my thoughts and then I've, like I said to you, I noticed, oh, I wonder why I'm feeling shit. Oh, because I've had like, and I can just laugh at myself and Tony Robbins um, shared something that I found really powerful. Like say, if you notice in your head, like, oh, I can't do it or I'm not good enough. And it's usually a voice of maybe an old pa a parent or whatever from your childhood. Tony Robbins says to like, say it in like a really humorous, silly voice. Stupid voice, yeah. <laughs> and it makes it less powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great, great tips, I love it. I love them. And one thing I want to pick up on, on what you said, um is hold on let me just bring it back where's it gone oh yeah when you had the liposuction and you were looking at your before and after and you were like oh my god I still feel like I look fat this just shows the power of the mind doesn't it because everyone listening I'm sure you understand what I'm going to say you know when your time hop comes up or your Facebook two years ago comes up and you see a photo and you think well I wish I looked like that now but at the time you were like horrified at the way you look it's like I posted something yesterday and it's so funny because go and check it out um and I don't know why I'm pointing a lip balm at you right now <laughs> but I'm just fiddling with something <laughs> check the video out if you listen to the podcast quite funny um something came yeah on my um post that I posted yesterday there's a picture of the first video of me stood in like a bathroom like almost like an after photo of a whatever yes I've seen that it was my incredible photo. that was a before photo because I thought I was fat and I was really miserable and I invested in a 12-week transformation program and I remember sending those pictures to the guy and he replied and he said you're actually very lean already and I was literally like what no, like I was so fucking confused because I went to this fitness person because they know what they're talking about. He was shredded. So mm -hmm. I did, cause body dysmorphia is real. And when he said, you're actually really lean already, I was so confused. And I was like, he's lying then as well. And I so couldn't see, Look at how powerful that is. You've gone to an expert and yeah. you, I'm guessing as a non-expert at the time, were like, fuck off. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> like, Honestly, that? so powerful and it just shows how far we've come so 
and and what I want you now to talk the God the time goes so fast let's go for another 10-15 minutes can you give our listeners some tips on like if they're I mean I'll, I'll leave the floor to you but if they're kind of in a place in their life that they're not happy with in any area like what would you suggest that they do First thing is doing thought downloads. So taking that time, like you said, you notice when your thoughts are going a bit awry and not doing what they, what you want them to do. Um, and that comes with practice. I think to start with, you have to set intentional time to go, right, okay, what thoughts are in my head? Um, and I always say this to my clients, be prepared to go blank because your brain's like, whoa, why are you looking at me? Stop it, stop it. Like it doesn't like it. <laughs> So just give it a minute. And if you are still getting blank, just write down blank or I have no thoughts. And that just gets your brain feeling comfortable about, all right, okay, now we're writing. We we can do writing. I can do that. Um, So that would be my first thing to do. Just be really observant. Two minutes every day is enough to find a pattern. And my pattern turned out was that I'm not good enough. And that was my core belief that I had to work on. And I've done so much work on it. Again, still working on it. Um, but that would be my starting point if, if you are completely new to this. Now, if you have started doing the work, and I did um, coach somebody yesterday, and she's very much in the middle of all this, and she's almost feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it, and almost like she knows too much, that is that's the breaking point that's the tipping point where you're either going to tip and you're going to go through it and you're going to do the work or you're going to fall back and go no I can't do this this is too hard Mm. um so lean into it if it feels uncomfortable lean into it because that is exactly where you need to do the work so that would be the two big things for me um starting point and if you're in the middle if you can't afford a life coach 100% recommend them Although you can do it without, of course, like you can go to the gym without a PT and get amazing results. But if you have a PT, you might just get them a little bit faster. That's the way I usually do a comparison if never if, if you've never done a life coaching session before. Um, most life coaches do do free sessions to start with. So you can trial it and you can get loads of tips from that. I do a lot of free sessions with my clients first and then I won't hear of them for months. And then they might come back to me for something. Um, and generally, you find life coaches because we are here to help. We give so many free things. <laughs> we just want to help. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that would be my tips, I think. Have I covered that? Yeah, I love that. And and like you say, it's we're comparing it to a personal trainer and, and the gym. I mean, I'm sure you do as well, Jess, but I have a coach mm-hmm. and my coach has a coach because, the you know, no one needs a coach, but oh my gosh, if you want like a fast, I mean, I don't want to be like a fast trap to success, like a bullshit marketing, but on on a serious note, if you have that support, accountability, someone who actually gets it, like Mm -hmm. obviously I'm an expert in food and body image because I've fucking been there, I've been through all of that stuff. So when someone's describing, I feel this and I'm kind of like, oh, I actually, I I know how you feel and I'm holding space for you right now. And this is exactly what you can do to be where I am now. And again, Mm -hmm. I'm always growing, there's always the next level. Um, But reach out- It's about not making the mistakes, isn't it? Because as much as we learn from our mistakes, sometimes we don't need that lesson. We can just be told it. And that is where your life coach, your PT, whatever, that's where they come in. They go, this is the lesson you need to learn from this. I learned it the hard way. 
here you go. <laughs> yeah, and also the belief, like I believe in my clients before they believe in themselves. Yeah. And that is that is so freaking powerful. And one of my bullet points actually, and they always go, oh, is like, you know, I mean, you you know, if someone comes to you and they're like, okay, what, you have the conversation, you get to know them, are you a match? What does it look like to work together? And then you get however much coaching calls, whatever, every coach is different. One of mine is cocooned in my love 24 seven. And that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And I couldn't work with a client that I don't love yeah. because like if, if it isn't a vibrational match then I won't just do it for the sake of it or for the money or for whatever I will say look I don't think this is a match mm-hmm. I think you need to go to somebody who is more aligned to you and I think every good coach will do that because yeah. they as a coach we want the best for everybody and we also want what's best for us and our mental health it's a case of protecting ourselves as well so for anybody out there who is in the service industry um remember you need to look after your own self first. So saying no doesn't make you a bad person, doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or rejecting or whatever. Um, Sometimes that is the best self-care you can do. Yeah, 100%. And I I want to share a bit of a story. Like my, um, she's actually my coach now, but originally when I first had the intake call with her, um, and she's great, she's amazing. Shanae Momoko, if anyone wants to look her up, she's Shanae Momoko. So C-H-A-N-E-E. M-O-M-O-K-O, you'll find that. Um, and I had an intake call with her and I wanted to work with her and her, it was six months container. Obviously I won't tell an investment, that's not my business to tell, mm-hmm. but it was a six month container and the investment was big. I knew it would be, but you know, I, and then I went away to think think about it. And I was like, I, I only really, my soul's calling for three months. And then she said, um, why is that? And I said, because I know myself, if I've got that support, I'm investing in myself, I'm gonna show the fuck up to everything that we're doing. And she actually replied and said, and I look, it made me respect her even more. She said, I'm sticking with my integrity of my six month container. So she could have got a lot of money for three months with a, I mean, I'm going to be her ideal client and to stick with the integrity for herself and the way she likes to coach her clients. She said no. And I was like, wow, I've also learned. I didn't go with the three months in the, to begin with because it wasn't aligned then, but how powerful is that? Huge. That is so huge. And it shows you as well that she's done the work. Like yeah. you can trust in her because she's obviously doing the work. Somebody who's not doing the work would be grasping and be like, oh yeah, okay, so I'll edit it for you then. Like there's a difference between having a variety and being flexible and giving in to every whim and will and wish because you haven't got the confidence behind you. Exactly. And before we um, end it and so you can share where they can find you, can you give one quick example of, again, using no names or you can even like make the example if you're not, wanting to use a specific client but from where someone would come to you with with an issue or a problem and then how they would leave your coaching mm-hmm. transformation um, transformation typically okay so generally they come to me quite confused feeling stuck um knowing that something's not right but they don't know why because they've tried all these things and they're not working um and I take them through showing them them, their thoughts and look this is the consequence of this this is the consequence of this um we do a big goal setting session to say right this is your start point where do you want to be by the end of the 
generally six months I work again because that's when I see the most transformations mm-hmm. um six months where do you want to be and it is it's almost like the thought ladder but bigger lot much much bigger it's like right okay so this is the journey I'm going to take you on along that journey we have lots of little wins some big wins we also have some absolute disasters but that again is where you fail you learn where you fail so I will try and protect you as much as I can but I also want you to grow so I am not going I want it to be that at the end of those six months you don't need a life coach because you have gone through the transformation you can do it yourself um yeah, so I'm kind of putting myself out of business. <laughs> but yeah, that is where they end up. So um, a big one, a huge transformation um, was somebody who I've known most of my life and they were constantly asking for reassurance of other people, but not in a not in an obvious way. It was just kind of, oh, what do you think? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I pointed out, I was like, why do you keep asking everybody else's opinion? And I was like, why, why are you looking, even on like social media going, well, they've got this situation, so it must be okay, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why are you constantly doing that? Why, why are you looking for external validation? Like, why can't you validate yourself? And the light bulb moment for her was huge. She was like, literally, I don't remember the last time I made a decision without asking somebody else's input wow so and that affected all areas of her life from finding the one for her which obviously a big thing to what she was going to have for a tea like she was like today she went I rang my mom to ask her what to have for my tea she was like she doesn't give a shit she was like I'm 30 years old my mom doesn't care what I'm having for my tea anymore um so yeah that that was a big thing and it's so funny because how we do one thing is how we do everything and we don't see it until someone goes and like honestly that was a huge transformation and she's still on that journey and I still get messages going what do you think about this and I'll be like ask yourself what do you think about that exactly but then I'll also get the amazing messages where it'll be I've not asked anybody's opinion this week and I'm from this 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 and this and I feel so good about myself and it's that that lights me up it's great Mm, that's amazing I used to ask my mum everything I didn't I wasn't even aware of it I was like well that's just what you do I was like mum what do you think of this I'm just going to call my mum mum what do you think of this which is you know we have a great loving relationship and we're very close we still are even though I'm in the Netherlands and she's in the UK we're zooming all the time I couldn't and then it went to my fiance what do you think about this but now I when I go to do it I'm like doesn't really matter I mean of course I care about people's opinions who I love I don't care about Tom, Dick and Harry's opinion, because that's just like too energy, no thanks. Mm. But like all that matters, what do you think? What do you care about? And it's practice, isn't it? Yeah, and knowing your why. Why are you doing it? Why are you doing anything? Yeah, because people don't trust themselves, so they need an external to be a reassurance, but actually practice, like Jess says, practice making decisions, even from what am I gonna have for my dinner? What am I gonna have for my tea? What color top shall I buy? And then little baby steps, and then all of a sudden you'll be like, fuck this and start my own business. Yes. (laughs) Yes, if I listened to everybody around me, I would not be on this podcast right now. I would not have uh, co-authored a book. I wouldn't have done all these amazing things because I I would have stayed small. Yeah. Because I would have been listening to people who were really well-intentioned, trying to protect me, but 
it wouldn't have served me. So yeah. Oh yeah, my mum, as much as I love it to bits, just recommended, I don't know if recommend is the right word, not to start my own business because you don't get, you know, what if you don't get paid each month? Yeah, at the beginning I had months where I didn't get fuck all and I was putting hours into it, but my heart and soul's in there. So, yeah. and money is just energy and it flows magically to me from known and unknown sources every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, where can people find you? How can, obviously I'm going to link everything as always anyway in the show notes, but where can people find you? Where can they Facebook stalk you or whatever? <laughs> well, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and I have a website. However, I am mainly active on Instagram. So if you want to get to me, that is where I post daily. Um, I'm constantly interacting with people on there. Um, and it is a bit of a mouthful. J underscore P underscore life underscore coaching. <laughs> I'll link it below. Amazing. Um, but yeah, and I'll send you the details for Facebook and my website if people would prefer to go that way. But yeah, Instagram is the way to go to find me pretty much straight away. That's where I found her. On the old hey. <laughs> I slid into her DMs, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I absolutely adore you. Kyra. And you. Friendship for life, I believe. Absolutely. But thank you so much for being on. Thank you for your energy and your love and your wisdom. It's 11.11 my time, which is an angel number, as you know. And you've just been incredible. And the time has just completely... I can't believe how quickly that's gone. I mean, flew. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun, you know, when you're in your flow. It does. <laughs> but thank you, on a serious note, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your time. I love you to bits. And... Um, yeah I will be speaking to you very soon yes and can I just say thank you so much for your work it is incredible like you are doing so much good and you're doing so much like you're helping so many people it's lovely I adore you thank you I adore you too and any, anyone listening because I'm forgetting that this is not a private conversation right now thank we're, you. Still <laughs> we're still on we're still on I like to be you know authentic but thank you to those listening thank you to those watching reach out to Jessica reach out to me if you need help comment below um tag us screenshot us tag us what what hashtag shall we shall we use mindset yeah that's a good one hashtag mindset and mm -hmm. tag me and jessica in and we will reshare and yes. we actually love you and we actually care because everyone means something to us so 100%. thank you so much thank you for now and we will speak very soon bye-bye Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. I would love to ask you a little favor that will literally take you probably one minute. Can you do that for me? <laughs> okay. It is to rate and review this podcast. And the reason I'm asking you is because if you do this for me, it will enable me to reach more women so I can help them and spread the message around the world of self-love, food and body freedom, which is much needed. So again, thank you so much for listening. Listening. If you loved this episode, by the way, please screenshot it and tag me on social media on Instagram at Victoria Kleinsman and on Facebook, it's Victoria Kleinsman. Okay, have an amazing day. Sending you lots of love.